The verse of the week for the resurrection of our Lord is from the epistle of 1 John. Uh, 1 John 1, nine. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. A few things to note here. Just because it says if does not mean that this is conditional, which is to say that God is willing and ready to forgive your sins, and his ability to forgive your sins, and his nature uh, more so as a loving God and a God who wants to dispense mercy, is not dependent upon your confession. God is merciful and just and faithful uh, even when you are not. This is to say that uh, almost the, the translation almost has it backwards, really. God is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, so that we ought to confess our sins, therefore, knowing that God will forgive us. Um, you know that whatever problem you give to Jesus becomes Jesus' problem. So let that also be true for sins. Confess your sins. Give up your sins and give them to Jesus, because when Jesus has them, they cease to exist. Uh, we know that God is faithful and just to forgive our sins, so we confess our sins to him. And we also know that if we confess our sins to him, he will forgive our sins. Why? Because he is faithful and just. Okay? Now, why is it that God forgives sins and cleanses from all unrighteousness? Where is it, rather, that these gifts are given? Well, uh, in baptism and in the Eucharist. What's given at the font is nourished at the altar. These two go in hand, uh, go hand in hand. Another interesting thing uh, about this is uh, it should perhaps bring to mind the the other verse. Uh, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Uh, but if we confess our sins, therefore, this continues. Uh, so, if we say we have no sins, we deceive ourselves, we have no truth in us, and really, when you look at all the times that Jesus talks about the truth not being in you, uh, he calls you a liar like your father. So, if the truth is not in you, then you are of the devil, because the devil is in you. That's the thing. Who is the truth? Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. If you say you have no sin, you deceive ourselves, and Christ is not in you. Why? Because when you're baptized, when you're brought into that font and then to the altar, you know uh, that you are sinful. You're brought to that realization. The eyes of faith are opened and see the man for who he really is, which is why you must daily drown the old Adam in baptismal waters, and daily a new man should emerge and arise because it's a constant struggle, but you know that you are a sinner. And therefore, because you have the confidence of these gifts, you know that you can go to God and confess your sins and that he will be faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The Catechism excerpt, What is Confession? Confession has two parts. First, that we confess our sins, and second, that we receive absolution, that is, forgiveness, from the pastor as from God himself, not doubting, but firmly believing that by it our sins are forgiven before God in heaven. 
The first part of confession is the obvious part, that you should confess your sins. The question still remains, though, what does it mean to confess your sins? What is that act of confession? Uh, it is an act of repentance, uh, acknowledging and turning from your sins. To confess your sins is not merely to say, I intellectually understand that what thing I did was wrong, but I feel no remorse for it. It's, it's only intellectual. No, no, no. Uh, to confess truly as someone in the faith means that you are acknowledging your sin and that you are turning away from it. And then the second part is that you receive absolution. This is also an important thing because it's again in the passive. Always look for the passives because you are given to. You do not take absolution, you receive absolution, which means someone else does the giving. Who does the giving? The Catechism answers. The pastor, but really not the pastor, as from God himself. So what does this mean, from the pastor as from God himself? It means that God is the one who's doing it by virtue of the uh, office of the ministry. The Lord works through means, uh, bread and wine, water, word, hands. Uh, the office of the ministry works through the means that are the pastor's. So when the pastor speaks the word of absolution, it truly is not the pastor speaking, but the Lord. And our liturgy reflects that when the pastor asks the penitent, do you believe that my forgiveness is God's forgiveness? And the penitent responds, yes. It is not Pastor Ferguson, the man, who is offering this forgiveness. It is the Lord himself. Uh, not doubting, but firmly believing. This that by it our sins are forgiven before God in heaven. Now, firmly believing, what is it that you believe? That uh, your sins are forgiven, that the word, of the, the word of absolution that comes from the mouth of the pastor is God's word. Why, should, why do you firmly believe that? Uh, why should you firmly believe that as well? Because God said so. Because God said so, that the word of absolution is forgiveness. Why should you believe it? Why should you believe that it has any effect? Because God said so. Because you have a promise that by it, that is absolution, not by your firm belief, our sins are forgiven. By the word of absolution spoken by the pastor as from God himself, your sins are forgiven before God in heaven. Why are they forgiven before God in heaven? Because God is the one who did it. God promised he would do it, and God did do it. So your sins are forgiven. First, confess your sins. Second, receive absolution. This is the Catechism excerpt on confession. <clears throat>